Tuesday. It's time for Out of Bounds. Your host, Brandon Lawrence, Carlo Kellum, is with us today. And uh, we're going to be joined shortly by the inside man, Keith Frazier. Carlo, man, did you see the game last night? I did, man. I was I was watching the game because my fantasy reputation was on the line. <laughs> I had Marshawn Lynch and I had Nas Paul, the tight end from Washington, on my on my uh, on my team. Oh, okay. And I, yeah. I won by one point. Nas Paul gave me that one point I needed to win. I'm four and one right now in my fantasy football league. Man, he missed a bunch of blocks. I guess they don't they don't count. No, they don't count fantasy. that. Thank God. Yeah, he's he's uh they they want that. Who's the reserve? Who he's a reserve, right? Uh, he's been he's been, he's been averaging about ten points a game, man. This is the lowest really? outing he's had since he's been. Uh, hmm. This is my first time starting too, by the way, because I had Penta Peter from Peter. Uh, Oh yeah, from Baltimore. And he got hurt. Oh yeah, Dennis Peter. Yeah, then he he's, he hurt his hip. I think. Yeah, right? he's out for the season. Yeah, he's probably done. Yeah. This is like the second hip. Injury yeah, second he's hip. Had. Yeah, he's had so he's done. They got yeah. uh, Owen Daniels, uh, uh, Daniel Owens or whatever his name is. Oh the yeah. Backup. So they got a solid backup. Okay. So yeah, Baltimore be all right. Yeah. Cowboys won. Giants won. Giants won. Yeah, we looking good. Yeah, everybody. Philly won. <laughs> NFC East is looking good. Hey, People it's the best division in the league, man. Right now. But it yeah. always is. Yeah, I mean, it always comes down to the NFC East, you know. But check it. Um, From that game last night, I mean, I know you saw Russell Wilson. Um, I saw him. Everybody in the nation saw him because it's Monday Night Football. And he put on a great performance. So great. The Ryan Clark, former Pittsburgh Steeler, present-day cornerback for the Washington Redskins, said that he was the best player in the NFL right now. Do you agree with that, Carlo? Uh, Russell Wilson is the best player in the NFL right now? If I, if anything, I would say that a guy like Marshawn Lynch is the best running back in the NFL. We said but, player. Uh, I mean, I don't know about that. He's great. He's good. Don't get me wrong. He's yeah. really good. I mean, I, very good. I, I still think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, so there's no way he could be the best player if Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. And he's playing the same position. You know what? But I mean, he doesn't. I don't think that Rodgers can do the things that um, Russell Wilson can do. You know, I mean, because that pass, the third down pass, like about two or three minutes left, and he lofted it over to Marshawn Lynch. Uh, over but the it was against the Washington hands. Redskins. I mean, but the I mean, Reds, we, we act like they're playing, you know. The yeah. Redskins, the Redskins yeah. made a decent comeback, man. Um, you know, I mean, Russell Wilson, he, he's he's special. I think people are obviously special. He's a Super Bowl winner, and he's proven himself the last couple. He's only been in the league three years, but he's proven himself every year in the league. He's great. And, Don't get me wrong. He, his decision making ability is uh, is spectacular. I mean, what he does on the field, he he's going to be the greatest one, maybe one day if he keeps this up. But right now, I think it's too early to say. I think he's better than Rodgers, man. I don't know. Man. I like I his mean, game. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers got a cannon, though, man. He's got a cannon, but he can't. He's it's not a cannon. He's not elusive. He's not as elusive as Russell Wilson. You know, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson kind of reminds you of Willie Beeman from uh, <laughs> Any Given Sunday. You know, he's got a rocket arm. He was kind of like what what Vic, what people envisioned Vic to be, right? When he first came in the league, he's got a rocket arm. He's not extremely fast, but he's very mobile. I think he's kind of surprisingly mobile, but he's mobile and he gets he just makes plays. He gets it done, and he's a winner. You know, I mean, he made you know he, when it comes down to it, it's like he doesn't make mistakes. 
He's a winner, mm-hmm. and um, he's a great athlete. He's a smart player, and, and he's outperforming everybody in his class. He's outperforming Andrew Luck. He's obviously he's outperforming uh, what's the guy's I name? Mean, RG three, hey, hey, RG knee. Only thing he has out- on a, he only has one thing to hang over hang over Andrew Luck's head. What a Super Bowl? Only I mean, but that's pretty. That's yeah, like, it's pretty that's big. Like, Don't get me wrong, it's pretty yeah. big. But Andrew Luck is balling though, man. He he balls, but I mean he's he's not. He hadn't even made it out of the playoffs. He hadn't made it, you know, second, third round in a AFC championship. He was supposed to be the guy. Russell I mean, he, Smith, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, Russell Smith. Russell Wilson. I mean, the thing about Russell Wilson, he's still on his rookie contract, which isn't a lot of money. Well, yeah. He's still on his rookie contract. And he came in and took Matt Flynn's job, who's now back as the backup as Green Bay. You know, that's the thing about Pete Curl, man. He was a, you got to give Seattle credit. Because they gave Matt Flynn all that money. And then they right. saw a guy like Russell Wilson in training camp. And they was watching him. They was like, man, this guy's a lot better than Matt Flynn. Screw who we're paying the most money, money to. We're going to start this guy. And we want to keep his yeah, job. Yeah, and the guy we're paying all the money to. We're not, usually it doesn't work like that in the NFL. If you're paying the guy, the people who make the most money are the guys who start, whether they're good or not. Pete Carroll's a different kind of guy, man. I mean, he's, it's, you know, it's his second rodeo. And he was just doing it different ways. He reshuffled the lineup so many times. The roster... It was crazy, and um, you know I think the I think the the Seahawks are hot. Um, it's their time. You know they got everybody's got a window. Their window's still open, and I, I I agree. I agree with Ryan Clark. I mean, how can you disagree with Ryan Clark? He's a Super Bowl winning cornerback, and he's uh, man. He's with the he's, he's washed up, man. He's with the Redskins. Uh, come on, man. Dion played for the Redskins, and what did he do? He, he, he won, also played for the Baltimore two, Ravens. He won two Super Bowls. Deion, Deion Sanders? Yeah. He didn't win no two Super Bowls with the Redskins. He won two. One with the 49ers. He never with won the with the Redskins. One with the Cowboys. Oh, we well, just said the Redskins. You said he's washed up. I, mean, I said that Clark is washed up. Just go, you go to a bad team. I said Clark's washed up now. But he had a great career. Yeah, he did. But it's kind of like uh it's kind of like Deion at the Baltimore Ravens, man. <laughs> come on, Carlo. I mean, come he on, He was man. good at one point, but he ain't good now. Come on, man. That's just like saying that's like saying uh, Johnny Cochran was washed it's up. It's like Rod Wilson with the Baltimore Ravens, man. I mean, he's I don't know, He's a pro man. bowler. Man. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean. He, he, come on. Everybody gets it's old, It's like saying Carlo. Larry Brown won the Super Bowl MVP. Now, who, where did Larry Brown go to after he won with Dallas? Everybody gets old. Yeah, I'm just saying. You sound like he's great. <laughs> of course. He is great. He's getting, he's getting burnt. They get blown out. Clark. He's thirty something years old, <laughs> but they just got beat by the uh, Seattle Seahawks, man. Of course, they say they're great, man. It wasn't his fault. They got Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's true. But you know, yeah, you know you, look, you see how they praise Kirk Cousins. Uh, he's taking a uh, RG 3s job, and Kirk Cousins is the next best be the thing since sliced bread. And it's easy to be the backup. He's the next best thing since Skittles. Well, they said that about Nick Foles, and look, you know, look what he's doing. Hey, well, they four and one, right? Get, make it to the NFC Championship, man. Make it to the Super Bowl, man. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot know. of talent with Sproles. Well, we'll see. McCoy. Macklin. We'll see. We had the same talent. Your last boy, year. Uh, Riley. What was that? Riley the guy Cooper. you endorsed last year, Riley oh, Cooper. Yeah. yeah, Riley Cooper. He's great. <laughs> but look, let's move on. Same, same sport, different, uh, diff- same, same position, different situation. Tony Dungy was interviewed, I believe, on Fox Sports. Uh, by somebody I don't know whatever, Whoever the interview is um, He was asked a question Point blank He said you know is uh, Who's had the better career so far Peyton Manning Who he coached Who Tony Dungy coached Obviously uh, To a Super Bowl 
and or Tom Brady, who we, who we faced a lot of times. Yeah. And he said, point. He said Tom Brady, man. He said he'd have to go with Tom Brady because you're you're graded by Super Bowls. He's been to five. Brady's been to five. He's three and two. But that's you. Um, and so he's better. He says he he said a player that he coached was not uh, uh, Peyton Manning, who people deem as a legend, a living legend. I don't know why, but. He said that Brady was better than uh, Peyton Manning. Is that? I, I mean, mean, is is that accurate? Is that is that heresy? No, nah, you said that. I agree. And I brought this up about a month ago when I said you are graded by Super Bowls, and you, your brother Trevor, and everybody else. I was like, nah, it's not about Super Bowls. It's about stats and yada yada yada. Who said that? You, you got to run that tape back, man. Hey, yeah, Trevor, man, can you pull that audio? Yeah, the Trevor's looking for that, it right but now. I, I'll say this: that it's not all about Super Bowls. It's a mixture of everything. You can't just say it's one thing. But we're talking about I Tom mean, Brady. I mean, when you compare is, Tom Brady, Brady is, and is he Peyton, than Peyton, I mean, if you if you weigh in the Super Bowls, yeah, nah, we'll take, <laughs> he oh, beat using your he formula. beat Peyton, he beat Peyton a lot in the in the playoffs. Peyton only beat him one time, and that's when it was down like twenty one to nothing, and was, Peyton brought him. That's when the, the only Super Bowl back. that Peyton won. Yeah, it was a good. They, in, the, in the AFC Championship, when they came back and beat New England, that's the only thing he has to hang over Tom Brady's head. Is so that you victory. agree? You agree with Tony Dungy? Yes, Tom Brady's 100%, better. Hundred twenty percent. Tom Brady's better. I agree too. And he's, and, he's, and, he's, and he's lost the equal amount of Super Bowl as uh, Peyton Manning. He's lost two Super Bowls. Peyton's lost two Super Bowls. But he's been to five. He's, he's won been three. to five. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's better. Yeah, I mean, he's better. He, I, yeah, he's better now. He's won he's more than now. him. He's been more, in more Super Bowls than Peyton. And he's yeah. lost the equal amount of Super Bowls than Peyton. And head-to-head, he's and better. And head-to-head, he's better. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you know, I mean, what else? Wins and losses, head-to-head, you know, he's yeah, he's better. He's just better. Um, he's better in the clutch. He's uh, he's better looking. <laughs> you can understand him. But you know better. what? Peyton has more personality. I give him that. What? Yeah. You see those commercials of him and his brother? Come on, man. It's hilarious. Personality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has a lot of personality. No, you just like that country twang. Come on, That's man. He put, his, he put his butt cheeks in his trainer's face back in 96, man. That's personality. That's personality. <laughs> it's a, it's just no, a I humor. No, I don't think he's got personality. I don't think he Peyton Manning brother. don't have personality? No, I don't, Come think, on, I don't think so. He's in a lot of commercials. Yeah, his commercials are funny. But what is it? I mean, they, he doesn't write them. It's still funny. You don't see Tom Brady be, be, being funny, uh, uh, being humorous. Tom he Brady. He's on Saturday Night Live, too. He's, yeah, he's on Saturday Night Live. Tom Come on, Brady Brandon, man. Good. What Peyton? They write that. Don't, but don't matter. But you don't see Tom. Tom Brady's not going out on the on the on the on the whim and hey, I'm gonna do Saturday Night Live tonight. Hey, I'm gonna do his commercial. He's just Giselle'd up. Well, he likes the camera. He's I mean, dead. he doesn't have to. He likes Peyton, Giselle. Well, there you go. That might be a point right there. Maybe Peyton doesn't like his wife. Maybe he wants to. He doesn't want to <laughs> go home. And Tom Brady's got somebody to go home to. I guess, man. You know who will fight for him. You never see you never see Peyton Manning's wife out there fighting a reporter. You see Giselle giving it to the reporter after they lost the Super Bowl. And uh, you know, I, I like that, man. You want your lady to go to fight for you, man. Stand behind you, right? Peyton's lady doesn't you fight stand for behind you, right? Stand beside stand <laughs> by. That's stand the song. by. That's what I said. Stand, stand by you, man. You said stand no, behind. I said okay, right. Well, Peyton stand Manning's by. wife stands yeah. behind him. Well, you need somebody yeah, hey, stand beside smart. you. Keep, keep out of the spotlight, man. Heck, well, Giselle, Giselle gets more media attention than Tom Brady at times. Well, yeah, for good reason. Yeah. But uh, I'm just saying Peyton's funnier, man. That's my whole point. Tom Brady was on GQ, I think. He was on the cover of GQ, I think. Man, uh. Yeah, but I mean, you know, <laughs> whatever, man. It's, you, know, you know how it goes. It's, it's, man, Rick Ross was on the cover of GQ, too, man. Was he? Nah. He should have been. Um, Look, man, it's NFL, of course, we're giving, we're giving, uh, we're giving, 
We're giving grades out. I guess is it too early to give our grades? Now nah, we're in the second quarter of the season right now. Okay, it's perfect time, and we know who the pretenders are and who the non-pretenders are. Right about this time, Seahawks now. number one, right? Uh, got to be. They have to be. I don't know, man. They They've got, only lost one game. Yeah, they got it handed to them that one game though. San Diego does that. They're San like, Diego right now, I think, is the uh, best team in the NFL. <laughs> I'm serious. Based Let, on what, dude? Based on what? Have man? you seen Philip Rivers perform? You see him Sunday night. Man, uh, Sunday, I've seen him. I've seen Philip looks real good. Antonio Gates, he looks time. like a young man right now. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, they're well, they're four and one. They're good. They're real good. But they always. I do think that, right man. now this yeah. this year is a little bit different, man. Right yeah. now, Philip Rivers is probably the best quarterback in the NFL as we speak. Philip Rivers, yes. I get it. He's better than Russell Wilson. Right now, I think Philip Rivers is the best quarterback in the NFL. Oh wow! Okay. Right now, well, you're today, giant, you're I'm not talking about Super Bowl. I'm not. I'm talking about today in today's season. He's like on the, Tuesday. The five games seven. in the season, he's the best quarterback. I think right now, five games in the season, he's good. Yeah, he's I mean, good. he's he's. I mean, he's he's his. I mean, his numbers. The best though, it's, uh, it's, it's you know, it's kind of, but but that's kind of that's kind of crazy. But look, let's move over to, real quick. What about this college thing, man? Is it too early to name a Heisman, Heisman candidate? I mean, not candidate, but I, who's in the lead for the Heisman? I mean, it's not like it's not like it used to be, Brent. Well, I'll give you the odds. Yeah, it's I'll not give like you the it used odds. To be. The odds are Gurley, Ty Gurley is the odds-on favorite. All right. Yeah, I mean, you only play the you know, it's not even half the season. Ty you go, Gurley. You had the name of schools to go along with some of these. Georgia, guys. running back for Georgia, Ty right. Gurley, uh, Dak Prescott, just who just beat uh somebody last week. Mississippi State, it just beat Texas A and M last week. Dak Prescott, the quarterback for Mississippi State, they said that he, they people think that he they remind he reminds them of uh, what's his name Tim Tebow, Nick Marshall for Auburn quarterback, he's the next favorite, Marcus Moriata for uh, Oregon quarterback for Oregon. I've never heard of any of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for you to say Everett Golston. Everett Golston. <laughs> yeah, right, there we Notre go. Dame. I haven't heard of any of these guys, man. Amir Abdullah, Nebraska running back. And Jameis Winston rounds it out. Wait a minute, you never heard the of Nick Marshall? Nah, man, I'm not, not a college did guy. Did you watch college football last yeah, year? I, I'm not. Yeah, He's I'm not a big college. I'm not a big college guy. He's I'm an NFL guy. To a national man. championship. I'm an NFL guy. Who's that? No, Cod Gurley. Who? He led Auburn to a national championship. Oh game. yeah, Gurley. He, he let him. He led him to, to yeah. the game. Yeah, into the championship. Okay, to the game. Nick, yeah, so yeah you got to rephrase that. Nick Marshall. Nobody remembers who fit, who finished second, uh, Trevor. <laughs> well, you might want to write Todd down Gur- Todd Gurley's name because you'll be yeah. taking him probably way too early in fantasy football next year. Gurley's probably going to win it. Gurley's probably going to win. What about Everett Ghoster, man? Wow. His fourth down touchdown pass this past weekend? Man, for, nah. I mean, he's not spectacular. Yeah, that's good. clutch. Are he's you not, a Notre Dame fan or something? Yeah, that's clutch, man. He's not spectacular, man. He's good, you know, not spectacular. After missing a whole season and coming back to perform the way he's performing? He well, missed it, the year he his own fault. school. Yeah, yeah. His own We're fault. not talking about his fault. We're talking about what he's fault. doing now. That was his fault, man. You act like he missed the whole year because he did say like gave up a kidney for a for a homeless kid or something. <laughs> nah, was, he was, was cheating in school. That was hey man, he was out with was he was doing stuff. a private study for a year and then came back and now he's bought. Private study. Yeah. All right. But uh look man, we're moving on. Let's let's move on another uh, to another subject. College women's college basketball. Do you like that? Women's college man, basketball. I, I cover the cards. The cards? Yeah. The card, the uh, what do they call it? What lady, lady cards? The lady cards. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I was, talking about I was more of a fan when Monique was playing. My, you know, my little cousin. But your cousin? Yeah, oh, you man, got a cousin so on the team? I did. Everybody in Louisville's got a cousin on yeah, the team. Yeah, we are related, man. It's Louisville. Yeah. 
Somebody said they were, uh, I don't know who's. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, where you from? Madisonville. Yeah, I'm, yeah from, related. I'm from Providence. Yeah, same Providence, thing. Kentucky, man. They are related, man. Well, yeah, I miss like a smaller town. But, you know, I mean, I didn't have a cousin. I don't have a cousin. Shout out to Mike Bell. In Louisville. Didn't Monique the one who hit the free throws against uh, She's the Baylor? one who led them to the Final Four. Yeah. Uh, she led them to I mean, the Final she, Four? And the first Final Four victory. Monique Reed? Yeah, the first Final Four. She okay. got the inbound steal on the on the inbounds pass to help him get to the, to the like championship Dennis, game. Kind of like Dennis Scott. And then the second time, yeah. She, had in, she missed a whole year with injuries, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah, she was hurt she last had, year. She had the free throws against Baylor in that yeah. big upset. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Big up to Monique Reed. Big up. Big up. Oh, well, she's over in Germany doing big things now. Balling. Guten Tagen to Monique Reed. Putin. <laughs> tear down the, Mr. Gorbachev, turn down, the, tear down this wall to uh, Monique Reed. But look, man, Monique Reed, we're talking about women's basketball. Let's talk about Alabama, man. Alabama is facing some type of controversy. They've got a, 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 a former player that used to play, Deja Simmons. Uh, from Alabama, she's a ball player. She's playing at Seton Hall. Well, Deja Seton Hall, yeah. It's like, like the song with uh, Higher Learning. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love you, Deja. Tyra Banks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, you hit that man. That's yeah, nice. man. You know, I, you know, I, I, I was in a choir back in the day. You used to sing uh, tenor. Yeah, I was bass man. Oh, uh, bass. I was like Otis. You saying bass? Otis on the uh, Temptations, man. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, is that your cousin? Yeah, man. It's my people's. Yeah, Otis Will. Is Otis Wilson? Otis what Wilson, man. Yeah, yeah. Otis okay, Wilson, man. cool. Right. Cool. But yeah, yeah, that's cool. Carlo was uh, Otis, Otis's cousin from the Temptations. Deja Simmons is uh, well, I mean, here's the deal, man. She's got a bunch of like family issues, man. Her brother and her mother are dealing with some uh, kidney conditions, right? Well, yeah, her mother, yeah, brother and mother dealing with kidney kidney conditions. What she wanted to do was move closer to home, um, New Jersey, where she's from. And uh, but she still got some eligibility left, okay. And um, she wanted to play ball, enroll in a uh, NBA program, and make some money. Enroll in an NBA program. Yeah, masters of business yeah. administration. She's right. a smart, smart lady. She didn't mm-hmm. make it to the WNBA, but mm-hmm. she's and probably she'll make more money. I would imagine in an NBA M- NBA. She'll make program. more money overseas. Well, I don't know, man. I mean, she she make more money on Wall Street if she goes if she makes it to Wall Street as a man, what's as the average a, salary in WNBA thirty thousand a hedge fund manager, huh? What's the average uh, salary in WNBA thirty thousand? I hope it's more than that. I, I mean, hope so. if you if you're not you know one of the prime time players, I think it's right around thirty fifty thousand. I hope that's it's why a lot of them go overseas. 000. Yeah, how much seventy two thousand? Oh, okay, the average 72. salary not bad. That's not bad for what a couple months work. That's the pretty, minimum is thirty five thousand for. It's pretty doggone good. So Alabama, so she'd okay. have been in thirty five thousand range. Alabama, <laughs> yeah. So she might as well get her <laughs> MBA. Alabama is not going to release her, right? Like release her from her from playing, so she can play for Seton Hall, and you know get her scholarship money and go home and all the other stuff. And it's like. Why are they doing that? I don't know. It sounds like some pot, some dirty politics behind the scenes. If you ask well, me, uh, well, maybe I, they maybe they don't think her situation is as dire needs as she puts it out in the media. Alabama says she missed the deadline. Um, the deadline to say she was going to transfer and file the papers and all that stuff, and they couldn't get a scholarship player to take her place. That's what they said. And it's it about her family, her right? This is about her family, right? Yeah. I mean, all right. it happens all the time. Question. They give them extra year eligibility, all that stuff. If you watch the Cincinnati and New England game this past Sunday, 
And right. the New, New England cheerleaders. This is the this is like one of the times where you put sports aside. Right. And New England cheerleaders put had on the jerseys of the guy from uh, Cincinnati because his daughter, uh, I think her name is Leah. Right. Is uh she, she has a serious condition of cancer. Leukemia, cancer. Leukemia, yeah. yeah. So therefore, they put on Cincinnati jerseys to show their support and say, "Hey, man, it's, life is bigger than football." And they first bought, of all. didn't they buy some jerseys? Yeah, they bought. Yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, well, Sean Payton uh, bought a bunch of jerseys. New Orleans, so yeah, he, he Sean Payton bought a hundred jerseys. Yeah. But my point is, a lot of things. Life is bigger than, than a sport. So yeah. if if her situation is as dire need as she puts Alabama. it to be, Alabama needs to be. Hey, man, she wants to be close to her family. Let's let her go. Cut ties. Let her go. Side uh, note: You mentioned something about making more if she'd gone over to Germany or something. This is Brittany Griner, so maybe a bad example. But Brittany Griner last year in WNBA made forty nine thousand four hundred forty dollars. She signed a four month deal in the offseason to play in China. She'll be making six hundred thousand in China for the four months she'll be playing over there. That's why Monique Reed's overseas playing for Germany. <laughs> well, I think that's that's, well, that's Griner, no, that's so different because example. when you play, yeah, when you play in the WNBA and then you then you are supplementing your income by playing overseas. That's a different well, situation uh, than solely playing overseas. The fact is that you know? the women in WNBA they make their money overseas. They play in the WNBA for the recognition recognition in the United States. They're not making money. Well, the reason they make all of them, all every single player right now, they all play overseas. Most re- most of them. Yeah, because the reason they make that money is because they have the exposure of the WNBA. Yes, I mean if you, that's just like saying okay. Oh, so you saying you play, that that is a uh, what I'm saying is if you play, say if you just solely play. In, a, you. in Europe, yeah. you're not making as much money. The fact that in the WBA they're using both. that. Also, yeah, the WBA yeah, has a and the CBA has a max that you can give one player, which is 107 thousand a year. Well, you not, can't even give a player more than right. 107 thousand. Not that financial. Oh, I get that. Oh yeah. Check somebody that Cheryl Cooper is that her name? Ooh, Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl, no, the, the baddest NBA player. Uh, Cynthia Cynthia Cooper was only making 107 thousand. No, she was making more money overseas. Obviously, yeah, definitely. I'm talking about in WNBA. Yeah, according to the wow. in 2013, the max a player can make is 170. Does the WNBA even make money off the WNBA? Mm, probably not. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's an NBA affiliate. So the right? NBA is, is pretty much fronting any, any losses they I have from their branch overhead. Probably so. I mean, because they're making so much money. And the WNBA is not even – how many months is the season? Like two or three months? Man, it's I don't not even long. I don't man. even know when they. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't. It's like it's not. It's like a week between the first game and the playoffs. With the cap on their salary, I would be willing to think. I don't know what their TV contract is with ESPN, but their TV contract probably pretty much covers most of the salaries of all the teams, so they don't lose money just to keep them afloat. Are they making money? I doubt they're making a lot of money. But the TV contracts that the NBA <laughs> puts ESPN at a gu- at gunpoint to sign. Probably, if you want to keep the men, you got to <laughs> sign the women. It probably covers most of their expenses. And it looks good. It looks good. You know, it looks like it makes the NBA look like they're equal opportunity. They're, you know, they're all for feminism and all that other stuff. So, But would you have thought it would be still going on? I mean, the WNBA is in what? It's almost 20th year, maybe? It started in the late 90s, didn't it? Wow. Is that really? It's been a long time. Well, I mean, they've got a lot of good athletes. They put a lot of, you know, they put a good product on the floor. It's, that's a it's, good- I don't think it's for lack of. Lack of, uh, you know, entertainment. Well, I don't say entertainment. I don't think it's because of lack of players or lack of talent. It's just, you know, they don't dunk, man. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, doesn't it? They don't dunk. It's no, it's not a whole lot. It's not a whole lot of spectacular, you know, things going on in the WNBA. You know, I mean, they've got a solid fan base. They got a a big uh, LGBT, 
Is, it, is that what it is? LGBT? And, 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 and young girls mm-hmm. want to watch you know WNBA and watch women yeah. play opposed to men if they're big into sports. And it does a good. I mean, WNBA yeah, is so I mean, much, you know. sometimes fun to watch. I'll I'll catch an, an Angel McCutcher game if I see her on TV just because it's Title Nine for you know pro athletes. But it, it, it doesn't make them Title Nine loses money for probably nine out of ten conferences opposed to WNBA because of their TV deals probably doesn't lose money. They probably come out even at best if not make a little bit. I mean, but it's I mean it's just, it's like the same concept though. It's the same, you know, equal opportunity concept. Which, hey, I'm for it, man. You know, cool. And it gives it gives people opportunity to coach. That don't, you know, Michael Cooper, Bill Lambeer, and you know, and those guys are successful. So, hey, more power to the WNBA, man. And don't don't if, if it's dunking, it's all you're not watching it. Brittany Griner, there's been dunks in WNBA the last couple of years. You may be watching a uh, yeah, I missed those. We may be dunks. seeing yeah, they, you yeah, in Atlanta Dream Jersey Fram- here next time when you I'm, walk. They in. have exciting France breaks. I blinked, man. Yeah, you know. I think <laughs> it happens all the time. Oops and everything. Don't blink because you'll miss them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going, we're let's, let's blink and take a break, man. And then and over that break, hopefully Brittany Grinder will dunk. We can tune into something and see a Brittany Grinder. It's going to be five dunks over this break. We'll be right back out of bounds. What's up, y'all? We're back. Brought in by the soulful sounds of Sam Smith. Disclosure. The song is called Lax, man. How you like that, Carl? I mean, between Sylvester and this this week, man, I'm starting to wonder, but hey, it's cool. Well, he's gay, yeah. He's gay. He's gay. And he's from the UK. Yeah, it's cool. Kind of like a boy George without the makeup. He's like, he's the male version of Adele. That's what he is. Yeah, okay. He's All the right. best, and I, I would say. Hey, man, whatever floats your boat, man. Boy he's George without the makeup, it's George Michael, right? Huh? It's George Michael, basically. No, boy, he sounds more like Boy George to me. But you said Boy George's at the makeup. That's George Michael to me. <laughs> well, I mean, nah, nah. I mean, George Michael wore makeup, man. Well, foundation doesn't count. I mean, people yeah. go on any television or anything. Man, makeup. come on, man. Hey, do you go to comedy clubs much? Who, me? Yeah. Not really. Why? Stop messing with my joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? Get this heckler up out of here, man. Boo this man, boo. <laughs> Get the heckler up out of here, man. I'm but gonna, um, I'm gonna come to your court and start heckling you. Huh? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I don't care about that. <laughs> but, but um, nah, man. Uh, yeah, this guy, hey, man, he's the best. Sam Smith is probably the best. He's got the best R and B album out, man. No doubt. Better than Sylvester. Well, Sylvester was disco. Okay. Right. 
I mean, I'm talking about like now, like you know, Trey Songs and all these other. Uh, what's the guy's name? Willie Ocean. What's his name? Billy Ocean. What's the what's the kid's name? Uh, Willie. Nah, what's the guy's name? Some Ocean. The guy that came out. Billy Ocean. Nah, the guy that came out. The little young guy. Uh, I don't know. He's don't talking know. about Frankie Ocean. Frankie Ocean. Oh, yeah. Frank Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks, Trevor. Damn, I didn't know. I'm like who. <laughs> Who's, who's, who's yeah, about? man. Whatever floats your boat, man. I'm down for the ride, <laughs> He's man. He's a little known Whatever. star, man. So you must listen to that. Frank nah, Ocean. I never heard this stuff before. If you know Frank, you must I, listen I, to I mean, that. it took me. I had to get Trevor to confirm the first name, man. I just knew it was Ocean. Look, man, here's the deal. If you don't, I mean, music is like all, you know, everybody, everybody. It's a lot of gay people in music, man. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if you didn't, that's just like your church choir, you know what I'm saying? Your church choir wouldn't be any good if it didn't have gay people in it. <laughs> it wasn't like we on a thin sheet of ice right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can, say, you can say that, but um, here's the deal, man. The Catholic Church is about to sue us. Are you going to represent us? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, but how about the dad I'm on leave, the? I'm gonna oh, leave that one alone. Oh, how about the dad on the TV show, man? Uh, was it seven? What's the name of that show? Seven, seven Heaven. Heaven? Oh, Ooh, are you, nah, did, you yeah. did you listen to the listen to the manuscript? No, nah, I didn't. I man, didn't. it's bad. I didn't. I didn't. They're, they're like a therapist beat with him, his wife. Himself and the yeah. therapist, and I guess the therapist, you gotta release that you info. Can't, but nah, you, yeah, that's, you that's, got that's, to. That's a, no, that's a, uh, yeah. that's confidential. Now, man. If it's that's anything that has to do with somebody's life or a child, you have to release it. That's the law. I don't know. To not, but to, pay, I, not to TMZ to though. To yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> TMZ's getting everything, man. I told you, hey man, they was, yeah, hey, man. they on the top of all the they they broke Michael Jackson's death. They're gonna replace the NSA. I they guess. break everything. They gonna they gonna play CNN. Well, maybe they can help out with this new. Uh, with this new collective bargaining agreement, agreement that's coming up in the NBA. If you didn't know, the NBA just signed a contract, a new television contract. Nine years, 26, is it 26 or 24 billion dollars? All right. So yeah, everybody's high, yeah, high. But the thing about it, the 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 players immediately responded. LeBron James says, hey man, the NBA, the owners can't cry broke anymore. Obviously LeBron not. is brilliant. I mean, I thought I've said this before. Yeah. LeBron was the only person out of the big time free agents who signed his deal that expired when this new deal comes into place for the television money. He's, he's going to get all that TV money if the Cavaliers perform over the next two years. Maybe. Which I'm sure they will. Maybe. Maybe. So his contract, his he signed a two year contract that expired when this new TV deal comes into play. How old will LeBron be then? 30, uh, 31. 31? Yeah. So he still is he It'll be still, right he, before thirty. Is he going to be worth that type he of will money, be, man? I mean, come on, man! You talking about guys like nah. Reggie Miller, Michael Jordan, Carl Malone? They all played. So they was playing a high level up to thirty six, man. Thirty six, yeah. yeah. So LeBron's got five more years. He, he may have longer. The, the medicine is different today than back then. Okay. You like LeBron? You LeBron fan? Man, I'm a Miami Heat fan. Well, I think LeBron's a great player. Yeah. Okay. Man, yeah, can't can't hate his technique. You are a Miami Heat fan? Yeah. Okay, cool. Since Ronnie Cycli, Steve Smith, Glenn Rice, you know the order I put it in. Harold Miner. Harold Miner. <laughs> yeah. Greg Miner. Uh, Harold Miner, yeah. Yeah. There, uh, I don't know who else played for the Heat, but whatever. Hey, man, but yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. Le- LeBron was genius. They're saying that, uh, but they're saying that a person was not a genius. Carmelo, because Carmelo maxed out his, his deal. He left some money on the table for yeah, the Knicks. Because they needed the he had to to get some yeah. players to help him. But he could have done the same thing that LeBron did and uh, not take as long a deal 
and shorten his deal and wait for this TV thing. But he was like, you know, I'm not going to do that. Um, so you don't think Melo was as smart as because uh, Melo's probably thinking his skills might not be as good two years from now as LeBron's. <laughs> be honest, man. LeBron, I mean, Melo's just an offensive player. Huh? He's just an offensive player. He doesn't play both ends of the That's court. Everybody in NBA. Nah, LeBron plays both ends of the court. Sometimes. You know, a healthy Dwayne Wade plays both ends of the court. Well, I mean, that's why he's not healthy because he, <laughs> he plays both ends of the court. But I'm, say, I'm saying those type of players who are that dynamic, man. You know, it's uh, another guy that's coming yeah. up is going to be coming up is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant still he plays both sides. Well, he's, he's not. I and mean, he's okay on defense side. Durant made an interesting point, man, on the on this max contract thing because. Here's what here's what it is. For those of you who don't know, the last time they did a collective bargaining agreement was 2011, right? It's when they locked out um, for like for 16 games. The players were locked out for 16 games, and in that out of that agreement, the players receive 41 percent of basketball revenue. It was higher. I think it was like 43 percent, and but now it's 41 percent. So what LeBron and the other players are thinking are that was it may be rightfully so that the owners now are making so much money that they have more leverage, and rather than say, "Hey, we're going to share this revenue with you guys," we're not. We're going to ask you. We're going to force you to take less. Okay, maybe do um, more of a max contract for the top tier players, but. The people who are going to suffer are going to be those middle. Let me ask you, guys. what is less though? Give me the figure on less. Give me a round, <coughs> a, a, a ballpark figure of less. I, I don't know less. It's still a lot more than I'm making. Now, a lot of other people well, in this world. I mean, so I, I have no sympathy for them. Well, here's 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 they're still here's making the a lot of money, man. But here's the thing, okay? How and, much and is too much? Here's Kevin Durant. Here's Kevin Durant's point. Kevin Durant Durant's point is this: Kobe Bryant. When you think of Kobe Bryant, what do you think? Hater. L.A. Right, okay, well, that too. When you think of Kevin Durant, you think OKC. When you think of LeBron, you thought of Miami, but now you think of Cleveland. What he says is the imp- the economic impact alone with these guys, not even basketball related, but the economic impact on a city when you have LeBron James playing for your team is tremendous. And that reverberates beyond basketball. You know why? So these guys are worth much more than the max contracts that they're offering right now in the NBA. And why not pay them? Because the NBA owners are making an exorbitant Because they're the owner. Okay, do you make more? Okay, for somebody who works in corporate America. Hey, I'm not. Hey, okay, I'm just putting the point out put there. Like this. You, you the, you the, you're the top salesman at your company, right? Just a regular job. At Acme, yeah. Yeah, you're the top salesman. You think right. you're making more money than the owners or shareholders or the uh, board members? Of course no, not. not. No, of course not. No, no. They, the people who own it and in control are always gonna make more money than you. But here's the difference. Here's the difference. At a set, at a, at a, at a, at, a uh, at John Deere, the product is tractors, right? The product is tractors. Um, and you gotta have a salesman. You gotta have a distributor. You gotta have people to put the parts together and all the other type of stuff. You Minions. Gotta, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, I guess that's a Despicable Me reference, but. You got to have that. The NBA, the product, is the player. So without the player, you have nothing. But without the team, you have no team you don't, to contract the pay. You don't have a player. The team, there is no team without an I individual have, listen, player. Listen, man, I have no sympathy, dude. I really don't. I mean, they're still going to be making a lot of money. 
Nobody, Regardless. It's not about sympathy. Yeah, I mean, I understand no, what you're saying. No, it's not but about sympathy. They're still going to be making a lot of money. We're not talking, we're not saying, we're not saying. They're not starving. We're not saying be thankful because you, you might not be able to have a job. We're talking about value. And that's where everybody's talking. We're talking about maxing out your value. So are you going to tell me when you go to work, when you're the salesman, that you're not going to try to use that as leverage and say, look, look, uh, John Doe. I'm I'm the top seller. I've been the top seller for the last five years. I should not be making what the lowest seller makes. You know what that what that company does? They go out and find the next hottest salesman and come take that salesman's place. But but how? But here's the difference though. How fungible is an NBA player? Would you trade? Is Kevin Durant the same thing as everybody? Listen, everybody's Otto, Otto Porter. Everybody's expendable in the NBA. I don't believe so. They're all expendable. No, yes, not. they are. They're not. You always got somebody greater in, in, well, yeah. well, waiting mean, to come who, up and take their who's place. Who's better than you, you got who's the next LeBron James? You got to who, who was the next Kobe Bryant when Kobe came along? You got to find him. How long did you have to wait for LeBron James? I mean, we pretty much know who these guys are, man. I mean, like right now in the NBA, I mean, LeBron's around another 10 years, man. Okay. So, so he, why not get as much money as you can? And he is. That's why he signed a two-year deal. Okay. So what I mean That's what, why he's that's why he's but smart. Just, but okay. No, I'm saying he signed a two-year so deal. So why can't everybody else try to we, get as much Okay. Money? Somebody like Kamala Anthony, he signed a long-term deal. He's not going to benefit from the money that's sure. coming from this new TV contract. Sure. Cuz he's locked in. Right. LeBron James signed a two-year deal, bam, renews his contract. He had maybe okay. maybe he wins the NBA championship the next two years, maybe he does it. If he does, he has more leverage to go into that meeting to get more money so off he, that TV contract. So he makes Kevin Durant's point that he's valuable. Yeah, he's valuable. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying he's valuable. And he's using yeah. his value to maximize his dollar. But amount. Kevin Durant, when's his contract expire? I don't know. I think he he he. I think it's two years as well. Right he just now, happens to have two years left. I think. When when Kevin Durant becomes a free agent, he'll be eligible. For a five-year, he's going to the Wizards. Five-year, one hundred. No matter who he goes to, he's not going to Oklahoma. Five, a five-year, he's already in Oklahoma. He won't have to go there. I mean, he's not set resigning. He'll be eligible for. We don't know. He'll be eligible for a five-year, one hundred fifty-eight million, one hundred fifty-eight point six million dollar contract, depending on the salary cap. But him resigning with OKC is like Lou Alcindor resigning with the Milwaukee Bucks and not going to LA. Who wants to play in OKC? Well, I mean, he, he won the championship. It's nothing there. Lou Alcindor won a nothing there. Uh, he won championship yeah, with the Bucks. Yeah, there's nothing there, though. He left, right? It's, it's not, nothing there. Nothing. What's in OKC? $158 million, you, go, you can go where you want to go. Man, OKC's not you paying You can fly where money, you want to go. He'll get that money somewhere else. Huh? He'll get that money somewhere else. OKC ain't going to give it to him. Why not? Because they, they got to pay other players, man. You think OKC pockets is that deep? This is what he's eligible for, Carl. But it doesn't mean OKC has the money to pay him that much. Why don't they have the money? Cause they got, uh, cause they don't. What's their? Uh, they don't have the enough cap space, man. How do you know? Cause look at the numbers. This is 2014. I mean, look at the numbers now. You can calculate that stuff now, Brandon. No, you can't. Okay. No, you can't. Right. With the new deal, you got revenue sharing. You got all that stuff. All right. How can you calculate it? How can you calculate it? Man, it's called man. a risk management advisor. <laughs> <laughs> man. I don't know if you're in that business or not, but it's risk man, calculated look. advisor. <laughs> Look, you can man. go over the salary cap, by the way, but you just have yeah. to pay a luxury tax. Now, the Thunder aren't a franchise big enough that are going to pay Exactly, a my tax. point. But we, we don't, we don't know what they're going to do. Huh? Won't pay a luxury they would tax. never get We to don't know point. what they're going to do. This is OKC. If, they, if they're going to keep them, they're going to keep them. They're going to do what they have to do to keep them. Oh, they'll keep them. They'll get rid right. of three other maybe good teams. That's how to you keep do them. it. Which is why James Harden had to be sent to Houston because they couldn't keep everybody The team won't be as good. 
but he'll get his money though. You know. So that depends on what Durant wants. Does he want a team? Does he want to take less money to win? Exactly. Or does he want to make the most money and hopefully winning comes second nature? Well, hold up, hold up. Hold well, LeBron's up. already that's, won, that's so LeBron can take that's less That's a money. bogus argument, man. No, nah, it's true, that's man. That's a bogus argument. You want to take less no, money I, to I, win or a, more money false, and not win? That's a false premise. How many players do you know that take why, more why, money and win? Why put it that way, though? Because it's the reality of it. When it comes it's to, not, the, it's when not, it comes it's to not, thunder, it will come No, it's not. How many players took the max contract and won? It's not the reality of it. I'm going to ask you a question. How many players took the max contract and won This is what you're doing. We don't know that. I mean... We, we don't can, know that. We can Google the facts, man. Well, Google it. But here's the thing: the the premise that you're making is that if you if you uh, take a max contract, then you don't want to win. It doesn't I, make I didn't any. Say it like that. You, no, you no, did. Does make? Yeah, you, you're right. Said, if you take the that's max, you you're, you're right. Well, if you take the all, max contract, you can't pay like pay other huh? players. I didn't mean for it to come out like that. Yeah. No, I'm not saying just because you take a max contract, you means you don't care about winning. I'm just saying in Durant's situation, when it comes to the Thunder, if he does take a max contract, likely it would cost them a teammate or two, maybe a better quality. That's I'm putting him in that specific situation, not in general broad situation. I'm saying his situation in general. And specifically, that if he takes a max deal with the Thunder, likely he would not win a championship ever. Who's to say? Who's to say he's going to win? Yeah, right. Who's to say he's going to win anywhere he goes? Their chances. Yeah, there's no guarantee. Yeah, there's no guarantee that you're going to win anywhere. In today's day and age in the NBA, you need players around you to win. I mean, the Heat gave less max deals to the big three originally, and they lost the first year in the finals. You didn't know that. And very few teams have the same mentality as the Spurs. Not everybody's the Spurs. Not everybody thinks like Tim Duncan and the rest of that team. You don't know what to think. You don't know what to think. They're taking less money. Tim Duncan's not making They're taking less because he's taking less money. No, it's not. Yes, he is. He could have maxed out two times, man. If he wanted to max out, he should have maxed out. He could have, but he chose not to because he wanted to win. He should have maxed out. He should have, could have, would have, but he didn't want to. He he won the championships. Carlo, but look how, long, gonna, look how long he waited between championships, Are you going to take, gonna take max, max money? I win championships. Look how long he waited between championships. The your choice argument, is yours. Your argument is hollow. No, it's look not. Long, it's legit. Look how, how long did he wait how between championships? How many championships does he have, Brandon? He has four. How long did he wait? Now he has five, right? Robert always got more championships than Tim Duncan. So what does that mean? By the way, Kevin Durant scheduled to make $20 million as max, the most money he'll ever make in one season. Uh, Tim Duncan made more than $20 million three times Look, during their championship. Well, these guys make $10 million or $20 million. I don't way, care. He's made $224 million in his Trevor, lifetime. Trevor, thank you, Trevor. Thank you. So what do you mean? You mean what did I mean? What do you mean? I'm saying that Tim, Tim Duncan. Not, Tim Duncan's not taking a pay cut, man. He's he, not taking a pay cut. Dude, look at, dude Tim Duncan could have <laughs> took more money. Uh, when? Uh, when? This look year? it up, man. Not this year. I'm talking about the, with his last two contract negotiations. When? It's public, it's public when? knowledge. If it's public knowledge, Google right? it. You got a phone. Google it? it. Google it. I didn't make the statement. Google it. Trevor, Google it. His last contract. Why are you asking he everybody, else, why everybody else asking everybody else to Google it when you said it? <laughs> I'm looking right Because I know it's a Google fact. It. I know it. It's in my it's in my memory bank. Google, I know. Google it before you say <laughs> it. That's what you need to do. the last contract he signed was a max deal, by the way, which he made. Trevor, thank 19, you, Trevor. 20, 22, 18, and 21 million. Thank you, Trevor. You're welcome. Carlo, what do you have to say about that? Hey, a dog shines on uh, on the ass <laughs> once a day. Now that he's forty years old, yes, he has taken a less than max contract at forty years old. Well, f- well I'm talking about the last. He one. had forty to. years old. Yeah, he yeah. he had to. Nobody else is going to take him. Nobody else is going to take him. Forty I mean, years might have given him a forty year old power there, forward. Hey man, if Isaiah Thomas was <laughs> still running the Knicks, they'd have gave him a max contract at forty. <laughs> <laughs> man, but he, I mean, you know, like I, I think, I think that um, I don't know. These guys are going to 
have an opportunity to make to to do something. Whether they'll do it or not, history says that the NBA players will take less money. That's what history. They says. always do. Well, that's 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 why I said history says. That's like you know. Now you're getting like Trevor, man. <laughs> history. That's a bad thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. History says that they'll take less money. I mean, I you know, I don't know. I don't know Is any, if anybody's got an opinion on not, Oh, not if your name is Kobe Bryant, you won't take less money. Well, why? Why would he? Because he was the best player at the time. So Again, but see, LeBron can take a max deal. No one should look down on him because he already has three rings. Kobe had rings when he started taking max money. That's well, the thing. He already got the rings, so why not take the max? That's money? what you work for, right? Yeah. Do it, you it, not work to make to maximize? Yeah. To maximize your earning potential. And if you already have rings, why should you care about taking less money? If that's supposedly the the, the stigma is that you, you take less money to win titles, well, I already got three rings. Is the owner are the owners I'll take taking the money less? Now. The owners aren't taking less. And the owners, by the way, will be making money into their eighties. Players only make monies until they're lucky. They're well, early yeah. early forties. I mean, you know, that's and they're gone. And the very few make money in advertising outside and the thing, of their, their right. playing days. The thing about it, look at Allen Iverson for an example. And like I said, if you want to get in on this conversation, give us a call on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line 502-384-1450. 502-384-1450. Uh, um, we do have inside man, but we got to go to the top of our break here. We got to take a break. But look, I mean, we'll leave you with this point, and this is the, this is the point that Kevin Durant, LeBron James. And uh, Kobe Bryant, Carlo's favorite player, made that when you have a team that, in the L.A. Clippers itself for two billion dollars. One example. Can why I, should, can I finish? Oh, it? I'm sorry. <laughs> we have a team that sells for two billion dollars. Why should these guys take less money? What were you going to say, Charlie? You said Durant made me think. Well, a good example of the opposite of kind of help Carlo a little bit. Kevin Gar- Kevin Garnett did take max money, and that probably is one reason why they had they couldn't keep winning in Minnesota because he wanted max money. Well, Minnesota, and that's a franchise that couldn't afford. Well, he wanted max money, and so did Stefan Marbury want him. Yeah, but see, yeah, you, they couldn't give max money to everybody. Minnesota, Isaiah Thomas. Yes, I did. Isaiah Thomas gave max money to anybody who just was just named Max. Well, he's a former player, so why not? Why not give him max? But he went money? a different route about it. He went. He took the max money, struggled through Minnesota, then took the less money and won him with Boston. Kind of different way about it. Some people did the opposite. Well, either way, he took the max. Yeah, he got at paid. one time. Still and what? We'll take this break. We'll be right back, and we're talking about the max. We'll have our maximum man, the inside man, when we come back. Out of bounds. What's up, man? We're stronger than the locomotive. That's what I'm talking about right there, man. Out of bounds. And we keep forgetting all the time to um to mention to mention the um yeah. Facebook uh page. Like us on the Facebook yeah. page, out of bounds, man, because you know we get a 
uh, our man Scott O'Laughlin or Scott O'Houlihan. Scott O'Houlihan. As Carlo calls him, puts a whole bunch of stuff on there, you know, sports related and all that other type of stuff. So um, like us on the Facebook page. He puts all the hottest topics, man, that's going on in the sporting world today. You ain't going to hear it nowhere else. Nowhere. But hashtag OOB. Nowhere. Hey, look, and then plus we're available to uh, talk about sports or whatever, you know. If you want to book us for uh, what show can we be on, Carlo? Steve Harvey? I mean, Steve Harvey, we're going to be doing the two stews coming up here in a couple weeks, two man. Live Put my J-Hat stuff on. We're going to be doing uh, CIAA. Kelly and Regis coming up soon. We're yeah. going to be all over the place, man. We're, we're, we're worldwide. Circle City? That's already over. That <laughs> was last week. We already did that. But we had that, though. Been there, yeah. done that. Um, but look, we got our man, the Inside Man, on. What's up, Inside? What's happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's you going know? on, man? How you doing? Yo. What's up? What's going on? How y'all doing, man? Hey, man, we brought you in with Good Talk Watson, man. Did you like that? Yeah, I liked it, man. I liked it, man. <laughs> what I like better, though, man, I thought I was thought I listened to the first take before y'all went to break. Y'all sound like Skip Bayless and Steve <laughs> Hey, it's Brandon, man, like, with his, his, Jesus, some of his boy, un- hey, unrealistic it views. Don't get no, it don't get no better than that, though. That's what's going about is debate because everybody think they right. Don't nobody want to <laughs> be wrong, man. It's a fact. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's what it is. But that is a fact. Man, all of y'all gave good points. Every, everybody got their opinion. You know, respect everybody's opinion. That, that was awesome. Yeah, man. definitely. It's a debate, man. But hey, 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 what's going on, man? Hey, inside, you went to Jacksonville this weekend, right? Yeah, I went to Jacksonville to the Steelers and the Jaguars game, man. Hey, let it was me. A great time in Jacksonville. I tell you. Go ahead. That's what I was asking. Let me take ask you, man. I, I've been one of the people hyping up Blake Bortles all even before the season started. You saw him in person, man. Is he going to be the real deal in the future or not? I think Blake Bortles is good, man. I I, I really do. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be okay. You know, he he makes some mistakes um, that most rookie quarterbacks make. You know, when you throw certain defenses at him, threw a couple um, interceptions, one big interception the end of the game where um, I think um, the master of the zone blitz, Dick LeBeau had kind of messed him up since some boots at him. He thought something was open and somebody stepped in front of the uh, stepped in front of the receiver and picked the ball off. But, you know, those are rookie mistakes, you know. I just, I, I really think Blake Borders is going to be okay. I really think him, um, I think Teddy is going to be okay. But Blake Borders, man, he, it's all about the team you surround around you, too. I think what Jacksonville will benefit from is a running game. I don't think Blake Bortles have the running game, a strong running game to support him. I think if he was in a system that had a strong running back like, you know, the um, the Marco Murrays, the Marshawn Lynch's, Le'Veon Bells, Adrian Peterson, even though Adrian Peterson, even though he's not playing LaShawn McCoy, it would it would help him out. But when you got Toby Gerhardt and Bernard Robertson in the backfield. Nobody's really worried about them. They stack in the box, man. It's a, it's a, so, how come you didn't? I, why I, didn't you I, say Alfred Morris? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Washington got going on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Alfred Morris run hard, man. He run hard, but Washington has no identity right now. Yeah. They don't know what they want to do. I, I'll be honest. I don't. They don't know if they want to be a passing team, a running team, or what. Alfred Morris can be successful. But you can't give Alfred Morris in the rock 12 or 13 times a game. And he's not a goal line running, running back. You know, you know, so, hey, um, I, I don't see Alfred Morrison as one of those up-and-coming running backs. You know, you get players that can get sense. 
uh, in that second year. You know, you get a Le'Veon Bell who's doing well. You get Eddie, Eddie Lacy, you know, he bounced back. He had a good game. He struggled earlier in the year, but he bounced back. But I don't know. After Morrison, I just think the Redskins is a lot of identity. But I, I really do think Blake Bortles in a couple of years will They'll be okay. The fan base down there is very supportive. I know that. It's a great, great stadium, man. Got cool. And they had the people, you know, it's a real nice. But what, what really stripped me about Jacksonville, Carlo, you asked about Jacksonville games. I've never been in a stadium where the game is playing and you have the big screen. You know how you show the big screen, right? You know how you show the big screen. And on the side, they have another whole game playing, man. I never saw that. You hear me? Well, outside of the game? Well, yeah, I, while the game was going on, I was I was watching the Jacksonville and Steelers game, and the same time you had the Cowboys and the Houston Texans playing wow. on one side, and on the other side you had you had Buffalo and somebody. I'm like, what, what, that's what? interesting. Yeah. yeah. That is pretty wild. I never the Jaguars saw play last couple of years. That's probably good to the fans. I want, <laughs> I want an option too if I actually went to the game. But it only happens in Jacksonville. And Trevor, and Trevor makes a good point, Trevor. And when you mentioned it's probably good for the fans, I asked I asked one of the fans. One thing I did, like the fans are very, very good people. I asked I said, you know, I've never seen this before. I've been in a lot of stadiums. I've never seen where you show another game while your team is playing. And he said, well, that's what the fans wanted. Because, and he said, a lot of part of it is because Jacksonville hasn't had much success. And a lot of people would leave the stadium early. So it would give them something to watch. You know, they get, so they give like, them the NFL package. They put, they put, yeah, but I just, I just don't feel like, That's pretty tight. I don't feel like I don't, it would never happen in Pittsburgh, I think. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, nah, I don't get it. But, but I tell you what, man. Hey, big weekend. We got Seattle and the Cowboys. Yeah, I know somebody's going to be at that game. Who's who's going? <laughs> inside, hey, man. You going to the low, game, man? We low on the inside, man. We... We fly out to Seattle, man. We trying to, hey, try, mm-hmm. we trying to take the out of bounds show to Seattle for Sunday evening. Can we do that, y'all? We take it out of bounds. Yeah, we take it out of bounds on the road, man. Hey, man, I, I'm like, I'm kind of upset <laughs> just not hearing about this. I got a Seattle hookup. What? And I wasn't invited. <laughs> you can still come. Hey, I mean, it's too late to get a flight, man. I tell you what, Carlos. I tell you what, Carlos. You don't want, you don't want this, that this flight. Hey, I got a it Seattle hookup, man. Ago, man. Hey, I really man. do. It's it like a nine-hour flight, man. That's a nine-hour flight hey from man, Louisville, I, Seattle. I've flown further, man. I've been overseas. Now nah, we got our, our boy Big John is in, uh, <laughs> is in is in Seattle. That's right, man. Yeah. Trevor and I go hold it down here in the states, man. Yeah, I've been to Seattle. Here, here in, uh, I'm in the kingdom against the uh, Broncos in in 2000. So I'm really? done, yeah, yeah, buddy, we're going. What's what's John the name Kenton of that stadium? Versus Brian Greasy as <laughs> <was> the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of that stadium? Bobby inside, Bristol. Man? Now it's Safeco, but I saw it's him Safeco? in the kingdom. Yeah. Is he gone? Did we lose? I don't think so. Inside, you there? Yeah, say what? Are you doing yeah, I'm here. What you say now? <laughs> he just zoned out for a minute. He's doing something. I didn't hear you, man. I, I heard you. What you saying? Hey, what's the so name? So you can't say this trip playing for at least a Quest, month, man. Quest or something? Huh? Oh, man, yeah, we had this thing playing like months ago. It is Quest, man. That's right. Save Quest. the baseball. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... Hey man, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Hopefully, this, hopefully, this, uh, 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 the Cowboys will up in the Seahawks, man. But I don't know, Russell Smith. I keep saying. I tell Smith. you what, man. I, I got to give big up. I got to give big up to the Cowboys. You know, and I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I, you know, at the end of the day, as I've gotten older, really realized the game. I'm, I'm, 
I support a team in the AFC. So, really, I don't – when the Cowboys are playing an AFC team, even though I don't like the Cowboys, I can't go with my heart. I'm kind of hoping that they beat them because it right. can help us out in the – you know, things get tight right. at the end. But I tell you what, man, that catch that they, Des Bryant made at the end of the game, man, oh, yeah. was that, – that was classic, you know. And yeah. Romo, I think Romo stood in the pocket. You know, everybody give Romo a lot of – not a lot of flack, man. I tell you what, I always have had a lot of respect for Romo. He he stood in the pocket, he took the lick, and he delivered the throw, man. He said, you know what? That's what a veteran quarterback do. He threw it up. You had one on one coverage. Des Bryant's a better athlete. He went up. He made the catch, and hey, put him in field goal range from the from the win the game, you know. So hey, that should be the game of the week. The Seahawks and the, and the Cowboys. I still think the Seahawks may pull it out because yeah. they, you know, they won what seventeen straight, eighteen straight at home. Yeah, man, they, know, got, they got, they got, they got, they got a good man. thing going. But if Jason Garrett is able to take the Cowboys into their stadium and beat Seattle at home, man, I think if they do win, Dallas is really turning the corner in a good direction. Yeah, yeah. If Dallas, if Dallas goes to Seattle. You know, they still had a 13th man and the 14th man up there, Brandon Lawrence, Roger Dunn. If they can beat them, I'll, I'll tell you what, that's going to be a long flight back home, brother. I'll tell you that. I, I don't know, but you know, I, I don't think <laughs> – hey, I'll tell you what, man, I, I just want to see a good game. I, me, I don't think it will happen. If I can put my money on it, yeah. I'm going with the Seahawks after the performance that Russell Wilson put on last night on the, on the um, Redskins. Man, Jesus, did y'all see that? Lord, man, man he hey. went off, didn't he? But Russell he... Wilson so special, man. Y'all thought it. We, we talked. We talked about him, and there was two questions. We're gonna. We're gonna ask. We're gonna ask our inside man, the, our football guru, our uh, who's it? Jason Lockhamfora of uh, the Out of Bounds Show, Keith Frazier. Um, is Russell Wilson playing? Because your former, the former Pittsburgh Steelers cornerback Ryan Clark said Russell Wilson is the best player in the game right now. And the other question after that inside is, who's had the better career, Peyton Manning or uh, or uh, Tom Brady? But go ahead with the Russell Wilson thing first. Well, start off with Russell Wilson. I'll say Russell Wilson is exciting, man. He's exciting. And right now, you can't argue with it. You know, he plays against the best. So why not make it the best? I mean, they, yeah. they showed the stats against him with the Super Bowl quarterbacks. He's undefeated. He's beating them all. He's beating Brady. Let me tell you something. This kid came on the set and took over the show. Like, you know, 
No, I just watch his demeanor, man. He has an it factor. As long as he's in Seattle, I think they're going to always be a contender. So I kind of mm. agree with what Russ Clark. I can't argue with it. You know, so I can't argue with it. But the second question you asked, who's had a better career, Tom Brady or Peyton Manning? I have to go with Tom Brady. Okay. You know, even though Tom Brady haven't won nothing since the Spygate thing came out, and it may not be that was Spygate, <laughs> he haven't won nothing. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, man. A lot of people, Tom Brady, everyone that in, in 10 years since Spygate thing came out, but I, I have to give it to him. We, they, they based the NFL off a of Super Bowl ring. He had three. Peyton Manning had one. Peyton Manning has always been known as a good regular season quarterback, but when the pressure is on him, he cannot win the big game. Yep. You know, it, it goes to show this year. You know, he lost in the Super Bowl the way he did. I'm not going to say it's all him because it's a team sport. It's no high team. But when you pay Manning and you – you know, you're on TV, Papa John's, you're doing all this stuff. You, you're the face of the National Football League. Right. Peyton Manning can't do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? Even when he ran down the field and cursed the guy, nobody heard nothing about it. He got five, 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 nine, they threw He can't do no wrong. But the thing is, I think, I think Tom Brady has had a better career because of Tom Brady winning the big game. Tom Brady, you get it. He's lost a couple AFC championships, but he's won a few. You get Peyton Manning in there. He, you know, he won a Super Bowl with uh, what kind of weak Chicago, Chicago team. You know, and that, I don't game, know, that, you that know, was a close game, man. That, that that Super Bowl was yeah. a close game. They were losing. Yeah, it was a close game. You know, I remember it started off the opening kick. The opening Hester, kick yeah. off, Devin Hester took it to the house. Yeah, people you don't know, remember but, that. You know, I look at Peyton Manning like this. I think I think what Peyton Manning really needed for his psyche when they played Seattle in Week Three. They yeah. should have won. They, they they needed to win that he game. They needed to win that you know, game. Because in the back of his mind, the back of his mind, they know that he can't beat them. The thing and the knock on Peyton Manning. Yeah. If you can get him down and rattle him, yeah. hey, he can do it at Tennessee. He's just not a big game quarterback. I don't know what it is. He's a great yeah. regular season quarterback. If you all can remember when he was at Tennessee, he would get there. He would get there and they would lose a game. And then you get somebody like T. Martin come in as soon as he leave and do what. Winning national championship. championship. You know what I'm saying? Peyton couldn't beat Florida, man. I, I just, I have to, I mean, I like Peyton Manning. I like Peyton Manning. The general, he's a good quarterback, but if I had to play an AFC championship game and I had to take my pick, um, give me Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, I'm taking Tom Brady. You take yeah. Tom Brady and you put him on Denver with those weapons right now. Oh, they you want put Tom Brady ball. in that situation yeah. against Hey, you put Tom Brady on Denver team against Seattle last year, I think you got a different outcome. You take the yeah. Peyton Manning right now and put him on New England team, they may be in the regular they, they may be five and oh right now, but you get into the playoffs they'll lose the first round. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's it, that's what that's what history you know? says. And we we agree with you. We said um everybody in here thinks yeah. Tom Brady's the best right now and uh, had the better career. Uh Carlo, but on on the Russell Wilson question I thought the Russell. I agree with Ryan Clark. Carlo thinks that uh, Aaron Rodgers is the best in the game right now. And you know, Aaron Rodgers is quarterback. a good quarterback. I, I can't take that yeah. from Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. Um, I can't take that from him. I, I just, I, I just feel like Aaron Rodgers. He, he, he wasn't just thrown in the fire like some of these guys. Aaron Rodgers learned from one of the greatest of all time, Brett Favre. He sat back. He learned the game. You look at Green Bay, how they started, 0-2. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers came out and told everybody, calm down. Don't get so excited. It's a long year, man. You know, we get so caught up in the media and the fan stuff and all this. And that. You lose one game or two games, in the fans' eyes, 
and the media has something wrong. You come back and you win two or three in a row, oh, they're the best team in the NFL. You know, yeah. it's a long season. It's just, what, week six coming up? It's only the second you know, quarter. You're going to see teams that's one and four, two and three, and at the end of the year, you're going to look back and they're going to be in contention for playoffs, for the playoffs. You know, hey, it's, it happens you got to take year. one week at a time. It happens, of course, it happens every year. You know, and it's, it's like we get caught up in it. And, and, I'm, and I'll be honest with you. I can say it myself. I, I've learned over the years that don't get too high and don't get too low. A lot of people say, oh, like, you all played this team. You played that team. But, I mean, it's still, man, hard to win on the road. If you go, hey, oh, when yeah. you go to those games and you see the atmosphere, it's hard to win on the road. It's in tough, the man. And it's on tough. any given Sunday, you're dealing with people that's just as good as you are. You can be beat. You know, yeah. you can get beat. You, you don't show up. Prime example, you take the Steelers, came up, Tampa Bay, came to Pittsburgh, and what? They beat them. Didn't nobody expect that? A lot I of know. people lost a lot of money, though. I did. I you expected that. But I'm going to tell you, look, you know, hey, man, it's. Inside, I inside. I, I got Inside, let's let's switch it up, man. I know because you all you get all why you get all excited when you talk about the Steelers, man. <laughs> You're the only person in the world that gets excited to talk, besides McGill talking about the Steelers. But hey, um, look, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I mean, I feel gonna, like I'm we gotta switch it to baseball. Inside, we only got a couple minutes because he's going deep, guys. From uh, college are okay. coming on, college sports are coming on. All right. We got okay, okay. Um, baseball, baseball okay. man. Who you got? Oreos, Oreos, or Kansas I, City? I got. I got Kansas City, man. I like that. I like that sort of feel of a Kansas City boy. Ooh. I gotta go with Kansas City, man. Oh, man. I gotta go with Kansas City. I want to see Kansas City do Who's it. Who's the center field for Kansas I, City? You know, be low, be low. I know, I know you're a Maryland guy, but you know, I know you're a Maryland guy, but I'm. I don't. Nelson I gotta Cruz. go with Kansas City, man. You know, Baltimore is my favorite baseball team, man. Nelson Cruz, baby. Adam Jones. Hey, Adam, I want to see the Orioles. That name. It's the Orioles, not the Oreos. Huh? <laughs> you call them the Oreos. That's what we, that's what we call Oreos. 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 No, Oreos. Is, hey, man, this is hot talk, man. <laughs> the Oreos, man. O R I O L E S. I'm going with the underdog. Buck Showalter. I'm going baby. with the underdog. I'm going, I'm going with Kansas City, man. Well, yeah, okay. What, what about what about National League? Who, who's left? Uh, the, Dodgers, got, got Dodgers, the Dodgers. Dodgers, San Francisco. Huh? Cardinals just eliminated the Dodgers a few minutes ago. Okay, Car- so Cardinals and who? The Cardinals. Dodgers are out. Yep. We got the Cardinals. We got San Francisco and and uh the Nas- Nationals. Who's coming out of the National League? Man, how can you go against the Cardinals? I mean, the Cardinals. Yeah, it's are tough, man. Straight it's tough. It's tough to go well, against straight, the Cardinals. Man. And you know what? They use. You know what? I feel like the Dodgers was a better team this year. But yeah. the, he let the Cardinals get in their head, man. Want to fight him and just let's just play the game. You know what I mean? <laughs> Matt Kemp was I, upset. I, I really night. feel like I, I feel like I feel like the Giants' experience with winning against the Nationals, and I, I really think it's going to be the Giants and the Cardinals in the NLCS. Okay. And at the end of the day, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with San Fran and Kansas City. Man, in the World Series. That'll be a good one. What do you what do you what do you think, Carlo? Who's going to make it to the World Series, man? Got the Oreos winning it out, man. Enough said. The Oreos. Oreos. You got to say Oreos. Oreo cookies. <laughs> for Trevor. Oreos. The, the Oreos. <laughs> the Oreos, Oreos will, Oreos. will Oreos. win the World Series this you year. You dip Oreos in milk. <laughs> Oreos fly. You know hey, Oreos. You know, I, I, I've said it before, man. I'm a Baltimore <laughs> Orioles fan. So for Trevor Kelsey. Hey, I like Oreos and Oreos. And I don't like baseball. Like so. Trevor, Trevor, you have to enunciate. 
I don't. I don't even know who the, who the heck's playing. I don't know who's involved, man. <laughs> hey man, I can name you more people. Hey, I, I do know this. I know big boxing this weekend. Oh yeah, I know. That's a sad thing. It's but that was that was a good team though. I, George Brett, Dan Quinsberry, Brett Saberg, and there's three right Willie there. Willie Wilson. Yeah, I can't. I, that's more than I can. I can't name you two <laughs> players. I think there's a Mouser or something, a Mazer off the oh. Mouskowitz off this team. Uh, Mouskowitz. There, there's there's oh, a no. Perez, I'm sure somewhere. I mean, that's Perez. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, King Felix. Is it, okay, is King Felix is cold, man. He's one of the best pitchers. Did you in say the game. Perez Hilton, man? I said a Perez somewhere. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's some Trevor. We got to check him out, man. <laughs> but hey, inside, you still there? Careful. Hey, man, we I'll got a, man. we got a bounce, man. man. Thanks for coming on. You on? We almost suspended you. You on hiatus for a couple weeks, man. But we, you know, we 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 we. we uh, yeah, man. Hey, I'm back. I- Later. All right, later. <laughs> any any parting shots, Carlo, before the uh the glorious going deep guys come on and talk about what are they gonna talk about? UK win and uh hey, they're gonna talk about everything we need to know about college. Football. Oh man, we got we gotta invade their, pay attention. We have to invade their space <laughs> we have to invade their space for a second. Who who you got, man? Clemson and Louisville. Clemson because it's away. If it was home in Louisville, I'd probably get the edge of Louisville. But Clemson yeah. right now is playing a lot better basketball, hey, man. That quarterback yeah. for Clemson, yeah, he's is bad tough. boy. Hey, my my prediction. I want to see what the going deep guys say, but Vic. Hey, I I think you're gonna hear this name all night long. Whoever, if it's Bonifin or who's the other guy, Will Clark, Will Gardner. <laughs> he plays in San Francisco. Um, Will Gardner. He's gonna be seeing Vic. <laughs> Vic Beasley, baby. Vic Bleas- Beasley, number one. I think it's Vic. They change everybody's changing the name to Junior and stuff. On what are they doing? Is Junior Senior on the jersey? Maurice Jones Jew started that stuff. He Did put he? his mom's name on it. Yeah, Jones. You don't have a you don't have a man name. Uh, a if you're under forty, you can't be a senior. I don't care if you do got a kid with the same name. If you're under forty, yeah. you can't be a senior. I mean, only Spanish guys have two names, man. So what if I'm 20 years Jones, old? Jones Drew. So what if I'm 16 years What's a, a 16-year-old got a kid named after him? Can't be single? Nope, not till you're 40. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's embarrassing. But <laughs> that's embarrassing. But, um, hey, Vic Beasley, man. I just say that. I don't know who's going to win, but I just know Vic Beasley will be known in Louisville after this game. Huh? <laughs> Is that your cousin? That's the inside man's cousin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, but look, check it. Anything, anything else? That's it. Uh, we're gone. We're out of here, y'all. Out of bounds. Every Tuesday, seven to nine, we're gonna take it out with Johnny Guitar Watson. Peace. Eat, sleep, going deep. We're, we're going back deep, for another, nice. another episode of Going Deep, Southern Indiana's top college football radio show. Uh, I've got with us C.J. Mance, the professor, and Chad doing? Graham, the non-professor. Hola. Uh, you can like <laughs> us on Facebook at Going Deep Radio College Football Discourse or on Twitter at Going Deep L-O-U. The show today is brought to you 
As always, by the wonderful C.J. Mance at New York Life Insurance. Call Cornelius at 678-938-8961 for all of your financial planning or life insurance needs. And Cornelius, for those who don't know... That's CJ's first name. <laughs> his given name. Quick, is, quick question: How many his hours government of your name. real job did you uh, waste to come up with that that, that opening line? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> how, how many hours at your other job were you like, yeah, I could be doing some work, but I need to come up with a good line for the radio. Show. <laughs> okay. Th- this is my only job. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, it doesn't pay anything. <laughs> so you, you, live, you live a mom with mom still, right? You got a passion. <laughs> it's just it's just passion, man. I just I sit Three. around all day talking to talking college football with everybody I, I run into on the street. <laughs> That's Sounds dedication, right. Vals. That Sounds about That's right. That's dedication. <laughs> if you uh, if you want to talk some college football, call in at five zero two. 384-1450. That's the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln buzz line. That's a lot of cars, Ford Lincoln. You guys seen that uh, Matthew McConaughey Lincoln commercial? Yeah, I did. That was actually pretty awesome. Yeah. That, that commercial is one of the funniest commercials on television. <laughs> There's one commercial where he just sits there, and it, it, it's just 20 seconds of silence, and it's him and a Lincoln, and he's staring at a bull, and then he says, that's a big bull. <laughs> and, then, and then it says, bye. Buy a Lincoln, and I went out and bought two. What kind of bowl? Well, did, did you guys? Did you also <laughs> see the McConaughey Texas? It's, like a, it's a Longhorn. It's uh, a Longhorn because yeah. he's, he's a Texas guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he amps up the Texas Longhorns before they they play their big matchups too. Yeah, he got them. Uh, I think a close. No, a win. Kansas. Yeah, yeah. They beat Kansas. So McConaughey goes to all the big games. The Kansas game. He was there for their national championship with Vince Young. Yeah, yeah, he was. Hey, versus uh, Will Ferrell because Ferrell was USC when they went head to head those years ago. He actually played quarterback for Texas for six years. Not many, <laughs> not many people know that. But that's, <laughs> that's something I picked up while. Uh, Does he know that? <laughs> so so much in common with Vince Young. <laughs> that's right. Well, uh, uh, we've got a question of the day, and, and CJ came up with the question of the day of let's talk about these upsets. But uh, I'm going to skip that question. Okay. I want to know. My question of the day is Chad, where were you on Sunday? Chad. Chad on Sunday texted me three times, and he, Chad was going to come watch NFL football with me. He texted me the day before, said, I'll see you at 1. Then, then at 1, he said, I'll see you at 3 o'clock. And then at 8 o'clock, he, he just didn't say anything. And so, so Chad, where were you? What were you doing, you, you sneaky, Man, uh, sneaky guy? It was just real out on these streets, you know. <laughs> I had a lot a lot going on. <laughs> Just reel out in these streets. Okay. This is an all-time highlight. For a lot of what I was doing, I can't say on the radio. <laughs> okay. Uh, were you out hustling? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> He's out making these bags. I don't want to get you an FCC violation, moving, Trevor. Moving up the ladder, making a dime out of 15 cents. <laughs> you, you got a, a bleep noise over there to go with that air raid? Will the air raid bleep, will the air raid bleep us out, or is that not, does that not work? If I remember to load it in here a second. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, uh, as always, we pick the lines of these games. Uh, what we do is we go through a couple of games with you. You can play it along at home. It's a lot of fun. With Bill Simmons off the uh, radio, we're not getting we're not getting suspended. No, but we're, we're not. We're still here. Also, uh, we hashtag pick, free Bill Simmons. We we pick the lines. And hashtag we, replace Bill Simmons fouls. <laughs> we pick the lines. We pick the lines, and we pick what we think Vegas is going to put them at. And and one way to play along at home is the home team usually gets three points, and that's Vegas's uh, that's Vegas's basic. Formula. So, uh, for first game is Louisiana Monroe. They're coming to uh, Kentucky this weekend. After Kentucky is one of the big upsets CJ yeah. wanted to talk about. Uh, CJ, what do you think about this game coming up? And tell us about this upset. I mean, blackout. It, the blackout, the blackout <laughs> appeared to have an effect, as well as South Carolina refusing to run the football uh, <laughs> when UK just couldn't stop it. It was kind of an inexplicable performance by South Carolina, but UK typically would have never finished that game. 
they finished it. They are improved, and they took advantage of some South Carolina mistakes and all the power to them. Um, in this game, I think UK has to watch out for the letdown. The good thing is they're playing Louisiana Monroe, so it's not a big deal. Um, I got uh, UK much more talented than Louisiana Monroe. Um, I think they'll pull away late. They stumble early because of emotion, but they'll be. Um, I have them at UK minus seventeen. Chad, you know, is this is this formation the Wild Kemp formation? Is that actually a thing? Well, they're the UK Wildcats, so I think they can. So they, they, they can whatever call it whatever they, they want with Wild in it. But. Well, they can't call it the Air Raid. That is not. <laughs> but the you, air raid. You, you heard the Air Raid horns. I did. They were active. They were going off. <laughs> And the crowd, oh, you know, no. here they are. The crowd stormed, they stormed the field. That's a storm in the field area. <clears throat> no, that was it. Was quite a sight to see. They got fined twenty five thousand dollars for that. But Would you have stormed the field? Do you think that's a storm in the field? Absolutely, word, word absolutely. Again? I don't know if I, I don't know if I celebrate so hard like that lineman who fell off the side of the stadium. Oh, <laughs> well, did you read about that? It, it's prayers, it, terrible. Prayers go, prayers go out to it. Terrible, family. terrible. But yeah, that's it's. It was definitely cause for celebration. Jojo Kemp was in beast mode. 17 carries, 131 yards, three touchdowns. I also have UK minus 20 in this game. They're going to destroy. You don't like Louisiana Monroe? Monroe? No. You, what do you think about all the games? Do you like Louisiana Monroe? Well, I've watched a lot of Louisiana Monroe games this year. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they did beat uh, Troy. They beat Idaho. And for some reason, Wake Forest traveled to Louisiana Monroe <laughs> to start the season. Wake Forest... Again, I don't know why that Wake Forest does these things. They're almost like a like a, a small conference school, but Wake Forest traveled there and lost <laughs> seventeen to ten, which was basically the same score that U of L beat beat Wake Forest uh, twenty to ten. So you, I mean, U of L, this might be a good preview of the U of L UK game with with Louisiana Monroe coming to town. Louisiana Monroe's got Pete Mutual Thomas. Opponents. Pete Thomas, who transferred from NC State, and NC State quarterbacks, everybody know, are awesome. Philip Rivers. Bill Rivers, Russell Wilson. Name another uh, one. Pete yeah. Thomas. That's about he, it. Pete, Pete Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. Oh, Glennon. But Mike Glenn? Glennon, yeah. Glennon to down in Tampa. Glennon looks really, really good. But, yeah, you're right. There were a lot of weird injuries. Not, not only did the, the former player uh, fall off the stands in the upper decks, but a South Carolina cheerleader suffered a concussion. So thoughts go out to her too. If you're listening out there, oh. South Carolina cheerleader. How, how did she get a How did she get a concussion? It's, it hasn't been disclosed. Medical uh-huh. medical reasons hasn't been disclosed. But we're shouting out to you, South Carolina cheerleading squad. That, and Spurrier, and you, Steve Spurrier, and Spurrier. This, that's a beating you guys took. So we're <laughs> shouting it out to you, and we hope you get better soon. But you know, uh, I, but I had this one at at, at UK. Minus 24. Tolls is looking really good. CJ doesn't think that Tolls is a good quarterback. Why not? I, I just think I don't think he's a, a great quarterback. I think he's like eh, middle of the pack SEC, maybe a little lower than that. I don't think he's any better than Arkansas's quarterback, and I think that's middle of the pack. Mm. Well, is Casey but, Dick still Arkansas's quarterback? No, thank God. Worst quarterback of all time. Let's not get on Casey Dick right now. <laughs> well, we'll hop off Let's, Casey Dick and uh, <laughs> hop onto the line. What'd you say? I said minus 20. You gave minus 20. I had minus 24. And CJ, what'd you have? At minus 17. Okay. And if you're playing at home, Vegas had this one at minus 21 to start, and now it's at minus 22. So uh, Chad and I are splitting that one. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a share between me and Chad. We both have half a point to start the week. Right. Let's let's, uh, right. let's talk about the other uh, state game, Louisville. But they're not here. They're going to Clemson, Death Valley. CJ, this, tell us, uh, analyze this one. You're the professor. Analyze it. Break it down with some stats. Well, first and foremost, Louisville's defense has been dominant, dominant, and this is going to be our first real test against a really good offense. The good thing is for us that they're not experienced at the quarterback position, 
and the way our secondary is playing, he might throw us the ball a couple of times. Um, the issue will be can Louisville's offensive line hold up against that Clemson front seven? Clemson's front is nasty. Our struggles up front, it equals a bad thing. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a defensive game, much more than people suspect, in my opinion. Um, because it's at, at Clemson, I think Vegas is going to see it as a min- at Clemson minus nine. Chad, what what do you think Vegas is thinking about this Louisville at Clemson game? Just play, you know, last play week, Vegas. Last week, U uh, of L's defensive line decimated Terrell Hunt. He actually felt sorry for him. Did, if you were watching that game, it it looked like he had broken his ankle at one point, and then they put him back in the game, only to be stuffed immediately afterwards. It, they they were they really handled handled Syracuse well. Obviously, Clemson's better with Deshaun Watson and a much mo- much more experienced offensive line. So they're not going to be able to push them around as they did. It's it's definitely a tough place to play. <clears throat> but you've got a well-managed team in Debo Swinney. Swinney's team is looking good this year. They have had two losses, but they've been very tough teams, Georgia and Florida State. So it's it's going to be – I think it's going to be a tough game for L to win. I don't really see win, L winning, but I definitely see – I definitely see Vegas giving some points to to Cle- giving some points to Uval. I see Clemson minus six. All right. Well, Louisville is the number six defense in the country, but I think a lot of that has to do with them not playing any offenses. I mean, they they started the season with Miami with a guy who was in high school three months before he started against Louisville. They play Wake Forest, who's who's averaged uh, negative yards rushing, and Syracuse, who has a quarterback who can't throw. And that was the orange out. That was uh, that was their toughest uh, away game. Was was Syracuse orange out in the Carrier Dome, and that had about 30,000 people. Death Valley will have about 80,000. Right. If Reggie Bonifan is going down to Death Valley, they are not scoring. If Reggie Bonifan is, is the and quarterback. It, it looks like he is the starter, right? Well, the, right now. There's a QB controversy. Petrino today said that that Gardner was available last week, and then he clarified, but only in emergency situations. So at first they acted like they just chose Reggie Bonifant over Gardner, but now they're saying it was it was only an emergency now situation. Now they, they do have Devontae Parker back potentially that, this week. That could be a huge difference, but only if somebody can deliver the ball to him. Devontae Parker was supposed to be the focal point of this offense, and right. they've been missing him. And now they don't have their number one quarterback, their number one wide receiver, or the number one running back. They haven't had them basically all playing for the whole season, so the offense has been struggling. If they can fix that, they got a chance down in Clemson, but in one week to fix that on a road game where they already lost once to Virginia on the road, I don't think it's looking very good. Uh, I had this one at Clemson minus 9, I think the same as CJ had it. Vegas opened it, Clemson minus 10, and it stayed at minus 10 so far. So so that's where we're at. That's me and split. CJ sharing another. That's split. Another one right down the middle. Another split. That's gonna be. It's gonna be tough. Dude, I, mean, I liked uh, what Radcliffe was able to do. He looks fast. He looks explosive. I mean, like will it matter ball. against Clemson? He, he looks. If you can run the football, you can slow down Clemson's front. They're not that big on the defensive ends. So if you can run at them, you neutralize the pass rush. That's our best hope. Will Michael, Michael Dyer ever play? <laughs> I think he's going to be. I think he, he played some. I think he's getting healthier every week, and I think he'll be a nice compliment to Radcliffe. I think they provide explosiveness to the tailback position that our number one guy actually doesn't provide. Well, do you? I, I worry about his knees and his body is held, held up. He tore his ACL at at, at uh, was it Arkansas State before he was before he, his his he last trip. A, no, was it had, ACL or was it? He had some uh, off the field issues. Oh, the I field thought it was some, that's why he had to leave. So it wasn't it wasn't related to his health at all. He had some off the field Sunday issues. Uh, now let's talk. We're talking about running backs though. Let's talk about Indiana. Indiana's the the running Coma. back, one of the best uh, 
running teams in the nation. What do you what do you think about this Indiana Iowa Big Ten matchup? This is a huge matchup. It this is. is one that I would sit down by a radio and listen to probably twice. If they played that twice in a row, I'd listen to it, followed, followed by going deep again on the podcast. Well, luckily you had to listen to it once, and that'll start at 11 a.m. with the pregame with Don Fisher, this? The voice of the Hoosiers. They go at noon in, in on the road against Iowa, all play-by-play, including post-game and call-in show, can be heard here on your home for the Indiana Hoosiers in Southern Indiana and Louisville, 1450 The Sports Buzz. Yeah, we'll be calling in. Indiana at Iowa. What do you think about this game, uh, CJ? Uh, this game, really, I... I I'm. I think Iowa is a better football team. Um, if Ferentz takes the uh, takes the um, takes the governors off, unless Iowa just kind of actually open up the offense a little bit, I just think they're a more talented football team. But I think Indiana could surprise and score. But I think because Iowa's at home, I had them at minus nine. What do you What do you think, Chad? I think I think Indiana definitely has the edge in offense. It's It's going to come down to the same things that Indiana's been doing all season, which is coordinating everything together and putting putting together enough enough first downs, enough motion on offense to establish it and to carry it through. It's just I, I Iowa's definitely the better team and they're playing at Iowa. So it's I think I think Vegas is gonna consider all that and also I have the minus nine. Minus nine. Okay, well I'll say this. Indiana has a three headed monster. Sudfeld, Wynn and Tevin Tevin Coleman and I would rather listen to that three-headed monster than watch it on television because they sound great uh, when when those games are going on. I mean, you, they, they look a little ugly on TV, but they set the the plays <laughs> when they draw them up are great. Uh, they got they got faces for radio like well, like the three of us. Well, now this is this is the greatest probably probably the greatest like nickname in, in college football, the airbag. What do you, who's that? The angry. Angry Iowa running back God or hating God—that's what they call it. And it, apparently, it's just this curse that that Iowa running backs have. But apparently, they beat the curse last year, and they're probably they're aiming to beat it again this year because they're playing pretty well. But it, that is the first time I've heard this, and because I'm not an Iowa the, fan, the, I don't, the airbag God. Yes. And they stop. Not, does that stop running backs? The airbag guy? No, it's right. just Iowa's running backs just fall apart. Wrong, wrong they just one. fall wrong apart. Airbag, not oh, air raid. My bad. I was halfway paying attention. <laughs> I'd rather hear the air horn that's, anytime. That's more. That's that's half more than anybody else. <laughs> but, uh, but that was a fantastic name. <laughs> well, it is homecoming at Iowa, and they're they're planning to wear. Uh, Didn't Sean Green go to Iowa? Sean Green. He was the last good one. Okay. <laughs> He's not upright. He was good. They have, they have two quarterbacks <laughs> now. They have two quarterbacks. One's a running quarterback, and the other one's the passing quarterback. So maybe if Indiana were listening to this, they'd know they'd know the inside tip we just gave them that that one is going to run. And the other watch out for the running quarterback. <laughs> He's dangerous. <laughs> I had this one Iowa minus seven because of the the two headed quarterback versus the three headed monster. Uh, Iowa minus seven because they're at home and it's homecoming and. And man, homecoming festivities are just awesome. <laughs> I'm assuming you all are picking well, Indiana to win, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I would probably pick Indiana to win, but Vegas is also picking Indiana. Basically, they it started minus seven and it's moved to minus three and a half. A lot of money on on Indiana and Vegas. So hmm. take that for what you will. A three headed monster. Is, that, everybody in India, everybody in Vegas is listening to 1450 the Sports Buzz, and they just heard three headed monster, and they're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, put three stacks on that. <laughs> All right, so who who wins that one? <laughs> you do. You oh, do. I did. There okay. we go. Gosh, 
That puts me Today at you're uh, way ahead, pals. That puts me at two. You guys ha- each have a half tied with me. All right. We're going to go to Georgia, who's traveling to Missouri, who I think is hugely overrated. Missouri. Agree. Missouri is terrible. They're, they're just not very good, and but they keep getting ranked because they're in the SEC. There's really no reason that Missouri should still be ranked, and I was really surprised to see they're still number 23, and they're holding on probably so that TV ratings will – people will keep watching this game. But, <laughs> but Georgia's is at Missouri. Uh, what do you think about this game? Analyze it. Give us the, the down and dirty, CJ. Go with it, CJ. There's not much to analyze here. Gurley's really good. He's better than everyone else on Missouri. I don't think Matty Mock's good enough to deal with this defense that has good pass rush. Um Georgia should be favorite on the road. I got Georgia minus four. What, what do you think? Do you agree what, with that, Chad? I, I think Georgia's a far superior team, and I'm also as big of a fan as Gurley, of, of Gurley as you are. Georgia Georgia has just so many offensive weapons. It doesn't really – it it starts with Gurley, but then they've got this tight end who looks amazing, Blazevich, who, who catches uh, – he's got big hands, big body, and he, he just adds to the arsenal at their disposal. It's – I agree with you, Faust. Missouri's overrated. It's it could be some some statistical mumbo jumbo keeping them up up as high as they are. I've got I've got Georgia by three, even though it's it's at Missouri. It's just Missouri's not that imposing of a place to play. I could go in there is this and like, probably put up a few touchdowns. Is, is this a, is this the best names versus the worst names or what? We got Blazevich. <laughs> Blazevich is a great name. It's a great name and girly. Versus Matty Mock. Who names their kid Matty? Is that why? Why, why would you name your kid Matty? But Matty probably used that to his advantage, and that's really the fuel that's burning that fire inside of that Missouri offense. That Matty nickname or name, actually, not even nickname. Well, Gurley had to have probably took a pretty rough uh, middle school days with that. Oh. I mean, your last name's Gurley. He probably toughened you up as a kid. That's probably true. I would have made fun of a guy named Gurley if I was in elementary school. I'd have probably teased him too. Yeah, yeah he would have just beat beat me up. Yeah. Severely. <laughs> now. But <laughs> <laughs> Probably then, too. <laughs> well, back then, Chad was benching. This is a little known fact. Chad was benching. Two, Chad had the Kentucky State record in Look, 1989 with a, a bench of 245 pounds for a 7-year-old. Look it up. Look his, it up. His parents were feeding him something suspect. HGH. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I didn't want to come out and say it, but there there were no suspensions back then for that. It was it was the eighties. Everybody was doing whatever, including seven year olds. But but Georgia, you know, has Gurley, who who would have beaten us all up uh, for for calling him Gurley. But he he needs eighty six yards to pass the great Garrison Hurst on the Georgia all time rushing list. Garrison wow. Hurst, former Bengal and Forty Nine er, and Georgia's really one of the best rushing teams in the nation. Two hundred eight yards per game. Uh, and the Missouri has a poor run defense. They're eighth in the SEC in run defense. So they're going to get run all over. I don't think this one's going to be close, but it, since it's at Missouri, I think that Vegas is going to put this one Georgia minus six and a half. What did you, what'd you guys say about this one? Minus four. And Chad. Minus three. Well, Vegas actually has it at minus three. Chad hits yes! dead on. Oh, no. Started at minus three, and it's still at yeah. minus three. That seems it's, like it's a little low. Did you, CJ, did you see that? You saw the Georgia Vandy game. I saw some of it. Oh, man. Gurley threw an amazing bomb. Gurley's a quarterback. Gurley threw an amazing bomb to Blazevich. Vandy's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Chad. Well, who is not terrible is Auburn and Mississippi State, number two and number three in the nation matching up this week. That's a huge game. Is this Mississippi State's biggest game ever? Yes, they've managed to hit from one week to the next biggest game ever, back-to-back. 
Wow. Um, Mississippi State is a really good team. Dak Prescott is playing as well as any quarterback in the country. Um, Auburn, very good football team. Um, both play good defense. Both. The difference is Mississippi State's offensive line is better than Auburn's offensive line. Auburn has not run the ball very well this season um, against teams that can hold up physically. That's why I actually think Mississippi State should be a favorite. That's what I thought Vegas would go because Mississippi State looks so good at home and they're at home again. I have Mississippi State minus three. Well, Faz, you've been preaching Dak Prescott all season. You were you were one of the first people I, I know on a major news network to really give him the sort of cred, the cred, you know, backup that he needed to, to – and what has he done? He's gone out and outplayed Cam Newton in 2010. Yeah, he's a rewarding he's, he's, man. He looks just like Tim Tebow out there. What, he looks just like Tim Tebow playing out there. And he even has Mullen, Tim Tebow's offensive coordinator. It's incredible. It really is. He's got 19 touchdowns already. And he, he established the run game. Uh, it, it, was, it was amazing to watch a quarterback help establish the run game, throw accurate passes against a, a good defense uh, – I, I like Mississippi State, but I like them more than by by th- minus three. I like them mi- minus six. Yeah, you know, they're, they're going to need some cowbell. There. This is going to be a huge game. I don't know if the players in Mississippi State are ready for this. And Auburn certainly is. They play in huge games every year now, or at least since last year. Uh, what we got, Auburn blew out LSU last week 41-7. to Mississippi State won last week in a big game, beat Texas A&M. This is a huge game. I like the uh, the cowbell. I like Dak Prescott, but I think Vegas is going to like Auburn at minus one and a half because they're Auburn and Vegas likes big names and Vegas likes Auburn minus three and it stayed at minus three. So that that's uh, that's where we're at right now. Minus three for for Auburn. That gives me another point. That puts me up uh. this week. We got time for let's just do one more. Let's do one more for the fans. How about uh, Ole Miss? Another another Mississippi team that number. Number three tied at number three or number four? They were tied at number three. Oh, okay. Ole Miss tied at number three against going to Texas A&M. CJ, what do you think about this one? This is Texas A&M's going to bounce back. Texas A&M has a good offensive line. Trill. They have a, <laughs> they have a talented quarterback and good wide receivers. Trill. Their defense will play better at home than they have the last few weeks. Trill. Trill and <laughs> Texas A&M is going to win this game, and I think uh, Vegas should recognize that Texas A&M should be minus three. What do you think, Chad? Man, the first inclination was to be even because I think I think Ole Miss looked amazing. They they won their biggest game possibly, biggest game in years. Bo Wallace looked good last game. Didn't throw any interceptions. You expected you expected interceptions from him, and it didn't happen. I'm gonna go, but I still think Vegas will probably give the the line to Texas A and M because of the home advantage. It is a tough place to play. Twelfth man, all that. I got. I got it, uh, Texas A&M minus three. Well, this could be a letdown for Ole Miss. Ole Miss had a huge win last week. Everybody was running around, carrying everybody off the field. Uh, Ole Miss has a great defense. It's offense versus defense. That's what we're going to see. But it's it's at Texas A&M. And, again, I don't think these Mississippi football schools are ready for the national stage. I think Vegas will have this one. I had to pick them. Uh, but Vegas actually had A&M favored minus three right now currently. So C.J. wins this one. CJ and me? And Chad. So they share it. <laughs> Well, that, that wraps it up for Going Deep this week. Uh, I win again. We'll be back at <laughs> 8.30, 8.30 p.m. next week. Going Deep! Peace out, y'all. Later.